Hello, my name is Cynthia, and welcome to the latest episode of Getting Your Together, a podcast where we discuss what it's like to get it all the way together, or at least attempt to, one day at a time. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode. It's been a long damn time. Happy to be back with you all. So what's going on with me? I just had to take a full step back. I think you go through one of these phases or periods, at least I know that I do, when you just need to collect yourself or recollect yourself and pause and just be in your be present in your like day-to-day life you know and i think with this the quarantine and the pandemic and not really going out like i used to i think everything kind of just came to a head and i went into like this really depressive downward spiral for a bit and i can't say that i'm truly out of it but i'm definitely much better and i could focus and things like that but i really just had to take a mental health break. And I know people would do podcasts. They're like, Oh, you should batch content, batch content, batch content, which is true. Uh, but I also like being able to be kind of on the fly with things and have conversations about things that are more current or, or happen week to week, which you can't really do so much if you're batching content. But truth be told, I have a shit ton of interviews. So I will be inundating you guys with all the interviews so i need to get these out into the world because that is amazing content but today's episode is just going to be a a standalone one and i'm going to talk about i'm going to talk about being sober curious um this is something that was posed to me by someone who listens to the show and they're like sober curious like you know is that me they're not currently sober which is totally fine. It's totally legit. And they were struggling with what to call themselves or how to identify. And sometimes they go through periods of sobriety or recovery. And then other times they're not. And they are, they came to me and they asked or posed the question, like, am I, can I consider myself sober curious? And my answer to them was like, you can consider yourself whatever you want to be, but you have to be honest with where you truly are in your process. And this is something I tapped on in other episodes. Like people get so wrapped up and wound up about labels and and I think that's a a lot of it has to do with the fact that as human beings whether we want to admit it or not we are social creatures we are pack minded <laughs> creatures like we want to feel like we belong we want to feel like we are accepted in certain aspects in our lives some more than others right but I think when we if you drill back to it dive back into it and like like really just look at yourself, there's an element of wanting to be accepted, love for who you are, seen for who you are, right? And that other people around you understand what you're about. Like, that's just, I feel like that's like a foundational thing, whether it's a big need for you or whether it's a small one. I think these label things make it easier for you, for people to understand you, but it it also, I think, in certain aspects, make it easy for you to understand yourself at certain aspects or certain avenues within your life. With that being said, I think that we get so hung up on the label that we don't necessarily do the work, 
right? That comes with saying you're this. And this comes from just like my POV. Like this is always my POV and how I look at things. And I'm a contrary person by nature. So I know I come with a lot of stuff that I always have to work through and like check myself on when it comes to certain things. And the fact that, you know, I grew up queer and all this other type of stuff. I called myself lesbian for a while, called myself bi. I called myself, now I'm just saying queer. I like what I like, you know? Uh, So it was like a process for me. And I think when it comes to using labels like sober curious, alcohol free, alcoholic, um, newly sober, what all these other terms or all these other adjectives or descriptions you would like to use, use what feels right to you. Like use what feels right to you at the time. It shouldn't be dictated by other people. Other people, sh- sh- you shouldn't listen to someone, I mean, unless you want to, but I really feel like if someone points it to you and say, hey, hey, Jane, hey, Susie, hey, Richard, hey, Chris, uh, um, hey, Xavier, like, you know, whomever, whatever your name happens to be, you're an alcoholic. Like, you could say, you could take what they say at face value, but then you have to think about, well, what do I think? How do I feel? You know, what do I see? How do I want to refer to myself? Like, what will bring, what will bring me joy? What will bring me I think, and I use joy, but because sometimes if you're going through periods, like, you know, whether you have a problem with alcohol or addiction or not, maybe it's not a joyful feeling, but what will bring you some, some aspect of peace? Because when you're admitting something like this to yourself, there's going to be a lot of guilt and shame associated with it. So what will bring you something that's like, okay, okay, like I own this or I'm accountable or this is just where I am right now, you know? What's that word? If you need it, you know, for me, I called myself an alcoholic and I still do. I don't have a problem with it, but I also say I'm in recovery more often than not. You know, I say I'm in recovery. If someone asks, I say I'm in recovery from alcohol. I don't drink, Uh, you know, but that's also something that came with me over time. And it's also something that changed with me over time. You know, I needed the harsh word of like when people think of alcoholic, they say, oh, this is a very harsh word. It means something negative in our society. But that is also because a lot a lot of people allow this word to be negative within our society. And we kind of just let that roll. But it's sort of like there's no harm in saying that there's something that you're not really great at managing. Um and other people's perceptions or projections of the word, that's like their shit. And at the time for me, when I first started, I needed that, that like, this is what it is. Like, you know, claim it and just say, now that I know, now I can figure out what I need in order to grow and like learn about myself and fix it. So I didn't really want to come at it from a guilt and shame place because we all struggle. We all work through something. So I wasn't trying to come at it just like there's something infinitely horrible, bad, about me. Now, sober curious, I feel like if that's something that works for you, by all means, if it works for you, I also will say just because it works for you at the onset or at the beginning doesn't necessarily mean it has to define you all the way through your journey. We all change and we all grow as we figure out what works for us and what doesn't. Like like I said earlier, I started out with saying I was an alcoholic and now I say I'm more, like I said, I'm in recovery, you know, and I keep it moving. Or I'm alcohol free sometimes. Like, you know, I don't even think about it. Truthfully, it's whatever word pops into my head when someone asks me the question or it comes up in a conversation, which isn't that often, honestly. So I just say, don't get bogged down in like the word that works for you. That works for you. If it doesn't, it doesn't. 
totally valid, totally fine. What I will say is that whatever you go with, if you're saying I'm sober curious, I don't know how I see myself or feel about things. I would say you need to put the work in. That's more about putting the work in. And what do I mean by putting in the work? I mean by looking at yourself. A lot of it is stuff is coming at you, looking at your patterns, looking at what you fall back onto. I always say like, you know, writing things down or um, notating them in some kind of way helps you see your patterns and see what is going on and what's in your head and your gears. Because a lot of things we do on autopilot that we don't even, we're not even aware of unless we start like taking note, taking stock of things, right? So it could be writing it down. It could be doing a voice minimo. It could be talking to a trusted friend. It could be talking to your therapist. It could be like a myriad of things. Find what works for you. Find what works for your learning style. Um, I'm a big believer in learning styles because uh, once I figured out how I learn and, and I take information, it changed like how I saw the world when it comes to me just picking up new things and things on making more sense to me faster. So I urge you to do something like that. Figure out, really think about, dive deep, look into yourself and see how alcohol or whatever you're dealing with, um, how it really impacts your life and what you're really getting out of it. Do you really enjoy it? Do you, can you go somewhere and not drink? Can you hang out with people and not drink? Can you be by yourself and not drink? How many drinks do you have if you do drink, you know, stuff like noting that stuff, which I know not fun when you're in the element in the zone or you're having a shitty day, you don't want to do this, but this is like part of the work. And I feel like it's so easy to claim a term or a word, but it's not always, it's not easy to really put the work in to figure like, do you want this word to always signify or symbolize who you are? Or do you want to say like, you know what, this is where I am right now. I can change, you know. I can change, I can learn, I can grow, I can have the type of life or the relationships that I want with myself and with other people, but it's not, and just know that it's not going to come easy. And in order for that to change, you're going to have to put the work in. Now, sober curious, that is really more about whether you really want to leave it behind or if you, if you really just want, do you want to dip your toe in or do you want to just be sober for a period of time? Personally, for me, whatever works best for you, you know, but I think if even if you claim something like that, put the work in and really assess and really look at how it how it works for you or how it's kind of manifesting in your life, because I think for you to even throw that up, there's probably an element of you somewhere that is questioning your use of whatever you're imbibing. I'm just going to keep it with alcohol because that's what I talk about here, but it could be anything. Um, and just owning that, owning where you are, the good and the bad, and just being like, okay, this is where I'm at. Now you have to determine if you want to stay there or if you want to move forward, but only you can make that choice. And only because I say that because yeah, other entities can make you do things and force you into things. If you're like a, um, if you're causing harm to yourself or others, yes, yes, yes. I'm not naive in that aspect, but I will say like for you to stick with something, it has to be something you really want to fundamentally, fundamentally do because you know, the reins will loosen up on you one day, somehow in some kind of way, more than likely. And then when it's just you, 
And it's you at the party by yourself or with friends. It's you at your home by yourself after a shitty day and you want to unwind. It's you, you know, like it's, it comes down to us, what we choose and what we don't choose. And that is where I would like people to think when it comes to like, well, this is what I want to call myself, or this is, I don't feel comfortable calling myself this, that, and the third. It's not about what you want to really call yourself. You can call yourself something if that makes you feel better. And that makes you feel like, okay, I can, I can vibe with these people. I can research these activities. I can research these these stories or these posts or these followers or these people. And, and I will never say that's not a, a, that's a bad thing, but I think it always will come back to like, well, what are you using that as a, like a way to crutch, like as a crutch in a way, because even with the label, you still have to put the work in. You still have to dig deep. Even with something with calling yourself sober curious, you know, in my opinion. What I don't want anyone to do is just to get sidetracked because it's easy to do. It's easy to go down the Wikipedia wormholes. It's easy to go down the Instagram or the TikTok or the Clubhouse. It's easy to do all this and listen to what other people are thinking and what other people advise and what has worked for other people. And that in- includes myself, you know, like I talk here. But I talk about what works for me and I'm never one to say like, like, because it works for me, it's going to work for you. Everyone's journey is different. Everyone's honesty and willingness and acceptance of where they are and what they want is different. But I will just urge you, if you're going down this path and you're really curious and you want to really explore it, commit, commit to it, not just commit to the label but commit to doing the work and just figuring out how this stuff, how alcohol or whatever your vice happens to be, but alcohol, how alcohol impacts your life and whether it's something you look back at fondly or is there a lot of like, ooh, shit, you know, it's kind of a shit show. I was kind of a fuck up or I don't remember. If you have more of those moments than you really care to acknowledge to yourself. I know for me, I had a lot of those (laughs) moments that I didn't really want to acknowledge to myself. And when I looked at it as like, yeah, your girl, is a shit show when it comes to alcohol and I don't have impulse control when it comes to a lot of other things and alcohol is definitely one of them because like I said quieted my mind I could shut a lot of things off I didn't have to feel so it was very enticing to me and um but then when I started really looking at myself realized that I didn't necessarily like myself like me when I was drinking yeah the feeling of being out of control did I have not did I have good moments yes I'm not one of those people to say like I never had a good moment I did. You know, I had some funny times, funny ass times, but there was a lot of times and, but the times that were bad, they were horrendous and it wasn't like other people that I knew. And I didn't feel good about myself after. And so my escape from not feeling good at myself, I drank more. So it's like, it was like the cycle. And like, I didn't realize this type of stuff until I started putting pen to paper and I was like, okay, this is how I really feel about myself. This is how alcohol plays in my life. This is how I feel after, you know, the night after, the morning after, the day after, the week after. Truth be told, some of the stuff I was doing even before I stopped drinking, because I was tapering down. So I guess I was having like my sober curious, like playing around and dipping my toe in it. So I started doing some of the stuff before I decided like, I'm totally going to cut this out of my life. Even my first, like going through my sober January, where I just kept extending it because I knew I was going to go longer than that. I did a lot of that work and just really saying like, cause part of my mind, my active mind was like, well, I'm just going to go back. But me really doing the work 
made me realize, okay, well, maybe I need to stay away a little bit longer. Maybe I need to stay away a little bit longer. But I wouldn't have been able to get to those, to that POV or that point of view or that reality until I stopped and I really assessed it and I committed and I was honest about me and what I was really up against. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like this this episode became a, a story about like labels and how they can be beneficial and how they can be harmful. But it's really the bottom line is like you have to do what's best for you, what feels right to you. But I will always urge you to commit if you want to use that term, if you don't want to use that term, if you rather just say something else. Support. I support that. But it's like always about putting in the work and really committing and digging deep and really looking at yourself and not for anyone else's validation, but just for you to understand yourself and for you to really see yourself as clearly as possible. I hope this was beneficial for you. I hope I answered your question or anyone's question or gave anyone food for thought. Uh, As always, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to always reach out to me, email, DM me on Instagram, find me on Clubhouse, sign up for my newsletter. Um, and if you feel like someone would be would be open to receiving this or it would glean something from this, please share it out with your networks and things like that. I always love to meet new people and reach out to new people in new and different and meaningful ways. I'm so happy to be back, friends. I'm so happy to be sharing this episode with you. I hope you have a great rest of your week. I hope your spring, because I can't believe it's almost spring, I guess is shaping up nicely. I can't wait till it's warm so I can be outside more. Um, But until next time, have a lovely one. Take care. Talk soon. Bye.